Hello, welcome back to episode two of the Deep Water Podcast. This is so exciting. I'm actually so happy. Okay, let's just let me just put this out there. I've been trying to film this episode two for the longest, but had so many technical difficulties. I feel like this is literally like a testimony to show that this is something the devil doesn't want me to do, but I'm not gonna let him stop me. There's still like a couple like difficulties, but we're gonna push through it. Like, I don't care. I'm filming this episode. This is an episode I'm very excited to film. Okay. But before we get into it, I just wanted to put this out there. This is just like I was this I was doing homework for the first time since school started okay school started like three weeks ago two weeks ago and for the first time i did homework at home i am so proud of myself i started at like 10 but still i'm so proud of myself and it's currently midnight i did two hours of work and i was i was doing it while watching a podcast because i don't know i i can i know how to work or do homework with like background music or sound in the background you know so I was listening to a podcast. It was a Christian podcast. It's called Welcome to the Kingdom. It's really good. I really recommend it. And I love how she was talking about how procrastination is low-key from the devil. And honestly, I agree. I agree. Because here's the thing with procrastination. Like, you relax. You you can you push something back. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this later. I'm going to do this later. You push it back. So you relax. You, you decide to watch like a movie on Netflix. But you're not really relaxing because you're stressed. You're, you're still guilty. You're still thinking about the homework you need to do. So it's like it's the worst feeling ever when you're trying to relax because you're stressed. You don't want to do something, but you can't even relax because you're just thinking about the thing you're stressing about. I, and that's literally what I've been doing in this school year since it started two weeks ago. But literally today I woke up, I went to work. And then after I knew like, usually when I do work is at my school. So I go physically to my school and then that's when I actually get work done because I don't have a bed, you know, where I can sleep on. But after work, I prayed. I was literally like, God, please take away this spirit of procrastination. Please give me the spirit of discipline and help me do my homework and help me do the work that I need to do. And yeah, so I did that prayer and then I went to eat and then I fell asleep. I took a nap and then I woke up. I ate again and then I took another nap. But at 10 p.m. finally, I got some work done. I know for some people that might not seem like a big deal, but it's a big deal for me. It's like, it's a start. It's a start. This is a test and we need to show you that prayer works. Okay, prayer works, guys. Try it. So yeah, I finally dropped episode one. It took forever. Like, this is the technical difficulties I was talking about. It took forever for me to finally post episode one, but I finally did it. And we kind of end it in the, if you didn't watch it, no, I recommend to watch it. But we kind of ended it in a very heavy note. But that's good. That's good. That's the point of this podcast. That's the reason why I did this. Like, it's needed, you know? So, I want to continue where I left off. (laughs) So, at the end of the other episode, we did end up talking about i guess you can say my journey my phase of when i was battling with suicidal thoughts and like before i really get into it i want to talk about okay so i watched this other podcast now yeah i watched because it was on youtube um it's from tim ross it's called the basement I absolutely love this podcast so much. It's a Christian podcast, of course. And I feel like every time I listen to it, like God is revealing something new about myself or just helping me find a way to get closer to him. So one thing I really like about 
Tim Ross is that he says all the time that he sees things in like images, you know? So he kind of express himself with like analogies or like visions that he sees. And that really got me thinking like, I don't know, after watching this one episode, it really got me thinking like, sometimes I feel like I don't know how to express how I'm feeling, especially if it's deep in words. So why not try to do it in pictures and images, you know, in analogies. And so that's what I did. Like I started thinking about my past with an analogy, with a vision. And God literally revealed to me this perfect image of how I was feeling while I was going through those things. So I am going to share. I'm going to start with, okay. So while I was in that space, in that really dark space, it was like, it was like I shared in the episode, it was the worst feeling ever. I literally like, it just, it was such a dark place and I honestly, truly from the bottom of my heart, never, ever, ever want anyone to go through that. I have to go through that because it's, it's horrible. And if I had to explain it in pictures, this is this is this is the vision God gave me. So basically, picture yourself or picture myself. I'm just gonna explain it. Like it's myself. The way I was feeling back then would be me stuck in a storage room. Okay. So you're just stuck in like a storage room with door closed and it's pitch black. Like it is dark in there. Like You can't see anything. You can't escape. You're just stuck there. And you feel like suffocated because the the air, you know, there's no air coming in. There's no window. So you feel suffocated and you genuinely feel like you want to die. But you can't escape. You're just stuck there. And I feel like I was in that place for the longest, longest, longest time. Like, when I say longest, I mean probably my whole childhood (laughs) like honestly like I would say up until the eighth grade and then in ninth grade that's when I kind of made this switch where I was like bro I was just so fed up I was just like I'm stuck in this room it's been years you're thinking that someone's gonna come and save you no one's coming so in the ninth grade I literally I just remember like I literally just put a switch in my mind and i was like bro if no one's gonna fight for me i'm gonna fight for myself that was the mindset and (laughs) i would say ninth grade was the rebellious year you know you know no this is before christ but yeah and basically so i'm stuck in that room and now because i'm stuck in that room and now ninth grade i'm making this switch i'm like bro i'm gonna start fighting for myself i'm kind of making my own defense mechanism so what i picture happening is i basically kick open the door of this storage room i'm like listen i'm not i'm not i'm not dealing with this anymore i'm not gonna stay here anymore okay it's been long enough so i kick the door open and then i just run away i just start running and i'm running away from this storage room because i never ever want to go back to that place i never ever want to feel like that anymore so i'm running and i'm running and then while running right while trying to live life outside of this storage room i i i make my my own defense mechanism you know and one of my defense mechanism which i kind of talked about in the other episode is i am (laughs) the number one avoider like i avoid things that stress me out i avoid things that make me feel uncomfortable i avoid honestly anything that just i don't like i don't want to deal with i just avoid it i pretend like it's not there i just pretend like there's not a problem thinking the problem is going to disappear when it won't it won't it literally just gets worse but honestly i just have i create this habit where i just like just avoid everything and i feel like that's from me not wanting to go back 
stuck in that storage room. So I try running away and I defend myself with this defense mechanism. And the way I see it is that while I was living life like that, it's kind of like in the Bible with the story of David when he goes to see his brothers, whatever, at the war. And then David is like, I'm going to go kill Goliath. You know, he's like, he's ready to go kill him. And he tells King Saul, like, I'm going to go kill him. And then King Saul is like, before you go, put try putting on my armor. Try putting on my armor so you can go fight him with this armor of mine. And when David puts on the armor, it doesn't fit him. And that's not the way God wanted him to fight his battles. And I feel like that was me in that situation. I was creating this defense mechanism by avoiding stuff and by, honestly, if, let's just bring out the list of the problems I had of being hard headed and of being stuck in my ways and of being, you know, always arguing and. whatever and then just avoiding stuff and not talking about how i felt about my feelings and still to this day you know it's still kind of hard but yeah and that wasn't the way god wanted me to fight those battles that's not the way god wanted me to walk through life but like david i was putting on the wrong armor and so back to the vision i'm wearing this armor that's too big for me that's that doesn't fit that god doesn't want me to use while fighting my battles i'm just using anything i can grab right and i keep running i keep running and i'm wearing this armor and it's heavy but i'm still running i'm still running away trying you know to run away from this storage room that i never ever want to go back to that i'm so afraid of and i keep running until the day that god jesus saves me oh the best day and once that happened i just see the light of jesus and he takes off he literally takes off the armor from me and he touches my heart and he he reassures me that everything is going to be okay and he shows me the right way for me to fight my battles and the right way to be honest is by surrounding yourself with community is by doing prayer is by worshiping is by reading scripture and that is scripture that is the real armor of god so i'm out here i'm saved i see the light of the tunnel i don't have to run anymore i see the light i'm like thank you jesus and so i see the vision that god has for me and he just continues to do amazing things for me in my life he you know saves me he puts me in community he gives me a church he helps me get he, i get baptized and i got baptized it was the best day ever but i got baptized and just all these amazing things are happening i'm like oh my gosh thank you jesus like thank you thank you so much and so i'm like let's keep going like come on let's keep going to this path let's keep going to the light like let's keep going let's keep doing this but then god is like turn around he just tells me turn around and i'm like what like what do you mean turn around what are you talking about like what are you talking about we're, we're on a roll everything's good like let's just keep going god like, let's keep going jesus let's go but then god is like no turn around and so i'm like i don't want to turn around like why would i want to turn around there's nothing back there that's important for me anymore you know i have you in my life so i should be able to keep walking keep going but then again he's like turn around so you know obedience is key so then i turn around and then i see the storage room the storage room that i was running for 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 years for the longest time the storage room that i never wanted to see again the storage room that i never want to be put in again that i was avoiding this whole time i see it behind me and the thing that i didn't notice is that while i was running it doesn't matter how many years it was all those times that i was running trying to avoid and escape this room it was stuck on my ankle the whole time 
I was carrying the storage room with me with an ankle bracelet attached to me. And I, without noticing, as I thought that I was running away from this thing, as I thought that I was avoiding it this whole time, as I thought that was far behind me, that was in the past, I was actually carrying all the pain, all the suffering, all the horrible things that happened in that storage room that I never wanted to see again. I was carrying all those things with me in this life, in, in this course of life that I was trying to live even after being saved. And God is like, you need to turn around. You need to open that storage room and you need to one by one unpack everything, every emotion that you've ever felt in there and bring it to me and just one by one just unpack it and bring it to the light so I can restore you and I can change you and honestly when I like like just think about that how beautiful but amazing is that at the same time because People think once you get saved, it's like a one done thing. Everything is changed. And yes, which is true. Like everything will change, but it doesn't mean your past was for nothing. Because one thing about God is like, he's a God. He's not a God without purpose. Everything that happens is for a purpose. So it's just, it actually blows my mind. But honestly, it's the hardest thing the hardest thing you ever have to do because especially as someone that is an avoider and that don't want to you know unpack these stuff it's hard it's not easy but jesus when he was on this earth life wasn't easy for him and so if the goal is to be like jesus which is the perfect example then we should know that life is not going to be easy. And he even tells us that it's going to get hard. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be a hard journey to walk through. But at the end of the day, it's going to be, it's going to be worth it. So that's, that's basically the journey that I'm on right now. Is to one by one unpack everything in that stupid storage room it's not fun and it's been it's just it's been a battle but one thing i have to always remember is that i'm not doing it alone this time i'm not gonna be stuck in that room alone i'm gonna have jesus by my side helping me carry just take those things out of the room one by one one by one and i need and i feel like this is not just for me but it's for everyone to remember that the battle is already won like this fight we're trying to fight right now jesus already gave us the tools that we need in order for us to win this battle and that would be for example like finding a church and finding christian friends other friends other people that believe in jesus too and praying and reading your bible like reading your bible is so important and i went to this sermon i guess you could say yeah sermon uh in montreal with a friend and it was so good because i feel like god and it was right before i got baptized it was right before i got baptized and i feel like god put me in that place for a reason and wanted me to hear that sermon because one thing i really learned after going is how important putting the armor of god is and how scripture is like the number one tool that you can use in order to fight off any enemy and that's why now like i literally have scripture that's stuck in my mirror that i read every single day in order for me to remember who i am in order for me to remember that this fight is already won that the enemy cannot win against me and that jesus is by my side and that no matter what what i go through he's always going to be there to help me so that's just something like when you get saved you just slowly slowly start realizing and that's what i realized after getting saved especially with having a dark past 
like that like having a dark past with the storage room with suicidal thoughts and everything and honestly the crazy thing is is that during those years while i was like fighting for my life i guess you could say well after the dark side of things like after a grade and going to ninth grade when i decided to like just i don't want to deal with this anymore and kind of had my rebellious year i come like i completely forgot that i ever even went through what i did in my childhood and i feel like that's what trauma will do to you like you're just traumatized and it just hurts so much. The pain is is so bad that your brain doesn't want you to like remember it because it causes you so much pain. So you just you just push it back, back, back behind in your brain and you just completely forget about it. And I feel like that's what happened to me. Like before I got saved in 2020, I like when God revealed to me the things that I went through in my childhood, like, I had completely forgot about it. Like, I, if someone talked about, say, like, in the 10th grade, if someone talked about being suicidal, like, I would never really relate it back to me thinking that I had a phase two because it was something that was completely detached from my mind. Like, I had completely detached myself from that storage room, you could say. And I, like, just, it was gone. Like, I just pretended truly like the problem was gone. The problem was fixed. That I could forget about it and live life like nothing is happening. When that's not how it works. Like, that's not how it works. And that's what Jesus really had to put me through. And I just, I'm so, like, I appreciate him so much that he's helping me till this day like he's helping me truly unpack the trauma with him because doing it alone i can never like i could never so it's not by my strength but it's by his strength and one thing that god does is that he takes pieces of you broken pieces of you and he can make them into a masterpiece and i truly believe that that's what god is doing for me and that's what god is doing for anyone that's listening anyone that no matter what you've been through in life, God can restore you and use that as a testimony for you to touch others, for you to impact others. So I truly pray that that's something that I'll be able to do that maybe me sharing this or maybe be putting a picture or a vision behind it will help someone out there to remember how you like don't act like the problem is not there anymore don't neglect it like you have to face it but just remember that you're not facing it alone like you're facing it with jesus you're facing it with god and he will help you through every single step and he will even send you people that will help you through it like i've had so many people like since i've got saved especially this year this year for the first time i've had so many people actually pray over me and pray for me and i've never had that and the impact that is had on my life like and like the way i appreciate it so much i don't think these people would ever understand and it's not just random people and i think that's what makes it even better it's not random people that are just praying over me i think that's why i never really got prayed over it's kind of like i don't know you i'm not sure you know because protect your peace and guard your heart you never know what they're praying about you know but no it's people that like the community that god put me in like the church i'm in people at the church or friends i've made just praying over you the power that that has anything is possible anything and i've had so many great things and so many positive things prayed over me and i truly like i truly believe it like i feel like that's that's the spirit and that's the faith that you have to have that it doesn't matter what the past was i know that god will restore me and so looking back like if i really take the time and look back at 
the moments when I was stuck in the storage room, the dark place, when I was in the darkest place of my life, and when I was having these suicidal thoughts, when I look back, like when I say the only thing that stopped me from doing anything was God, I'm not even joking. Like, let me explain to you what it was. So, like, when I was younger, I've always believed in Jesus. I've always believed in God. And when I was younger, I had this friend. I guess you could say friend. But she was kind of like a mentor. And she was, like, two years older than me. And she would, like, me and my other friends, she would, like, sit us down during recreation. No, I don't. date. Not recreation. Recreation is in French. What would it be in English? During recess. There you go. (laughs) During recess. And she would like sit us down and she would just tell us stories about the Bible, you know? So that's kind of where I got the foundation of who Jesus is, who God is, da 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 da. And one thing that she said that really stuck to me and it stuck to me because it was during the times when i was having suicidal thoughts because i've had suicidal thoughts for like a decade like it was literally my whole childhood so it wasn't just like one year two years i was about no it's literally my whole childhood back and forth i was just fight with these thoughts because i was going through so much and so yeah but one thing she said that really stuck to me was that I think I asked, yeah, she was like, I think we were just asking questions and we were like asking her about what are things that are sins and what are things that are not sins. And then I asked her like, is committing suicide a sin? And then she said, yeah, she said that committing suicide is a sin and that people that do commit suicide go to hell. And that just stuck with me because it was during the time when I was kind of battling with those thoughts. And I was like, I was like, what? Like, I don't know what it was. I was just so shocked because in my mind, I would think, okay, maybe because like God sees how much I've suffered and that's why I took my life. So he'll like understand and meet me in heaven. Like that's the mindset I had. But when she said that, I truly believe, like I said, God will send you the people in order to help you when you need help. And I feel like that's the help that God sent me. Like, Because now, after that, every single time I would have the suicidal thoughts, the only thing that would stop me from doing it was the fact that I didn't want to go to hell and I, I wanted to meet Jesus literally that's it that's the only thing that stopped me from committing suicide because there was literally i felt like there was nothing left in this life that i wanted there was nothing left that could give me like there was just nothing i didn't want to be here anymore i couldn't take anymore i was in too much pain i was going through so too much and i like i said I felt truly like it was in a stuck in a storage room in the dark because I felt like I couldn't escape. Like there was nowhere I could go to at least catch a break, at least escape. Like it was just horrible all around. So, but every time I would have those thoughts of should I do it? Should I not? The only thing that would stop me is the fact that I didn't want to go to hell and that you know jesus and god would be disappointed in me so i was like okay let me let me just keep going and honestly looking back i think that was the holy spirit i think that was the work of the holy spirit convicting me and just reassuring me in the smallest way even if i didn't see it then i see it now that i'm gonna be okay that things are gonna get better and they have and they are like i'm i already said in the other episode that like i haven't had suicidal thoughts since like eighth grade or maybe sixth grade like it's been a long time but um that's why now today i always live life grateful because i know i just know 
how horrible it is to be stuck in a dark place and i'm just every day even if it's not a perfect day i'm just grateful i'm not back there anymore and even though i have to go visit it again to unpack things and to give it to jesus and to bring it back to the life so i can truly heal and forgive and move on and be restored i know that like god is with me he really is so let me like take you guys on what i went through in 2020 like how god revealed these things so this is during the time when god revealed to me the dark childhood that i had the fact that i had suicidal thoughts which once again like i had completely forgot about because it was so behind my mind so but let me tell you that you guys like a little bit of a journey of what happened so okay so 2020 and 2021 they're kind of a blur they're honestly like together i I can't even see the difference but that's when god i was really doing a lot of self-work a lot of self-reflection and god was revealing a lot of deep rooted stuff that were in me and let me just let me just share this little story this little testimony i guess you could say so okay those obviously you guys don't know me so maybe maybe i don't know but i love animes i do i guys i love animes so much like i love it 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 i started watching animes at the end of the ninth grade and honestly like i said right ninth grade was my kind of like rebellious year i was I wasn't I wasn't doing nothing crazy but I was like I was in a lot of drama I was arguing with a lot of people I was being petty I was yeah I really yeah so yeah it was kind of like the rebellious year but by the end of that year that's when I started watching anime and I know this is not considered an anime but the first quote-unquote anime or animation I watched was avatar and it's so funny because it was like it was literally i didn't do it by purpose i was literally just on in class and this teacher was like it was english class and then this teacher was like okay we're gonna learn it was a substitute teacher but he was so chill and he was like we're gonna learn about plots and climax and things like that so we're gonna watch two episodes of avatar and then you guys we're gonna figure out together what's the plot what's the climax and whatever honestly he was not trying he just wanted to watch avatar like this guy was obsessed with enemies too i know it's not anime but he just wanted to watch avatar and so we did and after the two episodes of avatar that we watched in class i was hooked i was like wait what like we're not watching a third one i was so mad that we're not watching another episode of avatar because the storyline was so good and i literally went home and i just finished avatar i don't think i finished it that day it took me like a couple days not that long and I was just binge watching. I was just watching, watching, watching. And I finished Avatar. And it was so good. And then after when I finished Avatar, I was like, okay. Like, I've always heard about Avatar, but I never watched it. Because I, I used to be immature thinking that, you know, it's not interesting. That's for kids. Ugh, stupid. But no. I, And then so then I was like, okay. What's another anime, a real anime, that I've heard so much about that is so popular and I've never watched it, I've never tried it because I thought it was for kids. And yes, I mean, take a guess. Well, I'll just tell you, the anime, the beautiful anime that I started watching, that I decided to watch is Naruto! And the crowd goes wild! Yup, I watched Naruto. I started watching Naruto. So at the end of ninth grade, that's when I started watching Naruto. It's like the longest, second longest anime. I mean, we all know One Piece is number one. I haven't watched that yet. But anyways, this is not about animes. But I'm just saying. I promise you. I promise you. For those that don't like animes, just stick by me. I promise you there's a point to the story, okay? But yeah, I started watching anime. And that's kind of when um, I kind of started 
being more to myself and that's kind of when I started being a little bit more like introverted I only talked to my friends I didn't really care about anyone else at school I was like bro if you're not my friend I don't really care about you so I kind of yeah I started being in my own space and just yeah that's when I started watching anime I started being with myself and so going fast forward going into 2021 2021 so this is after i got saved i decided to watch the best anime of all time i mean this is this is not this is a fact this is not my opinion this is a fact no i'm just joking but honestly that for me it's literally the best anime of all time nothing can compare and it is hunter hunter man oh man i love hunter hunter with all my heart it's such a good anime and honestly it just it came at the right time i started at actually the first day this is crazy the first day i started watching anime no not anime the first day i started watching hunter hunter was the day that i buried my grandpa and my grandpa like i was i was so close to him like he lived with us he lived with me for like 12 years so literally like since i was eight and he died in i think it was 2021 or maybe 2020 and that's when i started watching that day like after when we went back home and you know there's a bunch of visitors with a bunch of food and i made my food and i just decided to eat upstairs because i don't want to like talk to anyone you know i didn't want to socialize and i was in my room and i was like man like what do i do like I just, I, I don't know, I was so sad, and I was like, bro, let me just watch an anime, any anime, just anything to get my mind off, you know, the pain I was going through in that time, and so I decided, like, this was an anime I heard so much about, it was on my list, and I decided to watch Hunter Hunter, best decision I made, is my favorite anime, honestly, and, okay, so let me get to the point, enough about anyways, let me get to the point, so... While watching the anime, I really, like, my favorite character is Kilua. And when I tell you, I, like, I don't know, while watching the anime, I was so drawn to the character Kilua. And I ha- I, I just, I didn't understand why. I'm, I didn't understand what it was about him that I liked. And let me tell you the thing about me and animes. Like, I've watched a lot of animes, right? And not all of them, but a lot of the animes I've watched, there's always, like, a character I have a crush on. So, for example, like, Attack on Titans, I have a crush on Levi. And what else? Like, Bleach, I have a crush on Byakuya. And uh, Fairy Tail, I have a crush on Laxus. Oh my gosh, I love Laxus so much. And Naruto, of course. I had, I mean, this was my first love. It was, what's his name? Kakashi. The biggest crush on Kakashi to this day. I love Kakashi on my heart. And Mahiro Academia, I have the biggest crush on Todoroki. Oh, I love Todoroki with all my heart. I love him so much. But anyways, okay. It's just like broken sounds so weird for you that I don't watch anime. But anyways. But yeah, but while watching Hunter Hunter, um, Kirua, which is one of the main characters, he's like the second main character. The f- main character is this character called Gon. And but I don't know, I was just so drawn to him. I just really liked his character. And it, this time it wasn't because I had a crush on him, because he's literally twelve. Like he's literally a child. So I don't like I I don't see Kilua that way I what pardon no so yeah but I don't know just something about his character I love so much and so yeah time goes by I finished anime whatever whatever and then like I just decide to watch a character analysis on Kilua I love watching like video essays and analysis on different things like it's not even only anime shows or topics i just love hearing people's thoughts and just seeing things in a like deeper way like sometimes a show is not just a show sometimes it's like a deeper meaning and so i love watching like characters analysis to really get 
the meaning behind shows and animes and etc so yeah i decided to watch a character analysis on the character named kirua and i remember like i clicked on the video and literally at the beginning of the video the youtuber that was doing the analysis said that kirua suffers from low self-esteem and I was like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? I was like, I was so confused. I remember. I was so confused. I was like, how could he suffer from low self-esteem? Because for those that don't watch anime or don't know who Kilo is or don't watch How to Hunter, he's literally like, he's super strong. He's super cool. He's like that cool quiet kind of to himself character and he's such a good friend he's a loyal friend to the main character which is gone he's like super loyal with to him and he like helps him with his mission to find his father da, 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 whatever but then so yeah so he's like my favorite character and i, I used to think i just like him because he's cool but watching this analysis where they start off saying he suffers from low self-esteem i was intrigued i was like what are they talking about like tell me more like, what do you mean and then going into the analysis he started breaking down the character and basically talking about how because of the trauma that kilwa went through he suffers from low self-esteem and he doesn't see himself as worthy to be a good friend to for example gone you know and basically some of the trauma that he's went through is he had a horrible childhood he had a completely horrible childhood and he was abused while he was a kid like physically you should watch the anime, honestly. I, ho I hope I'm putting y'all on to Hunter Hunter after this. But, yeah, he, he was abused as a kid. And, like, the people that were supposed to protect him while, like, that was there, that was supposed to protect him didn't, you know, when he needed the most. So he was kind of isolated, which got him to be guarded, which got him to be, like, have a tough exterior and be tough for other people when really inside he's soft and he just like in the story he just wanted to make a friend and while he's friends with the main character gone he truly doesn't think he's worthy to be his friend so he literally like he puts himself in danger he puts himself like in the back burner just to help his friend gone just because he thinks that he doesn't deserve him and that really like that really opened my eyes. Like I feel like that was another yet again another revelation that God was showing me. Because then I started thinking to myself, like, I don't think I like this character so much because he's cool or he has a nice story. I think the reason why I was so drawn to him as a character was because I felt like I related to him so much because me too, because I had a bad childhood, you know, I created this tough exterior, you know, like I said, like the armor that I put on, I put on this defense mechanism where I would like argue a lot with people and be defensive all the time and cause problems and cause arguments with people all the time. But really in the inside, I was just hurt. I was just hurt and it really showed me like especially like as a person I'm someone that likes to be like super like especially when it comes to my friend like I am a ride or die like I will be there for you I will be loyal and but I feel like that kind of shows the example of maybe the low self-esteem because I have this feeling where I have to prove myself you know, like now that I'm no longer stuck in that storage room anymore, now that I'm out of it, I feel like I'm not worthy of it. So I need to prove myself that I'm an extra good person so that I feel worthy. 
so I can do that sometimes by showing them like I'll be like extra nice to people I'll be like I'll be trying to be the best employee for example or I'll try to be the best friend that you could ever have or be the nicest person in the room or be the funniest person or be just just having a lack of boundaries essentially to prove myself I don't know to who if it's to others or really I feel like it's to prove to me that I deserve to be here if we're really talking about it if we really get into it to prove that I deserve to live I need to prove myself because I feel like deep down inside I don't deserve it and I during this time I literally have it in my notes during this time when I after I watched this character analysis and I kind of like thought well, maybe I do suffer from low self-esteem. Mind you, this is like after I'm kind of like revealing to I'm like I got saved, right? And I'm trying to get closer to God. And usually I'm like argumentative. I defend myself. I'm defensive all the time. So I never really thought myself of being having a low self-esteem. I would think I'm tough. Like, what do you mean? I'm fine. I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. I was playing myself. No. I wasn't. I was hurt. And I was just speaking in a position of hurt. So after that, I kind of like kind of did research on low self-esteem. And I kind of, I found this quote. I found this tweet, which I feel like described everything perfectly. I'm going to read it. It says, it's a tweet that says, a lot of times people who say they love too hard actually just lack boundaries and overextend themselves so they can feel valued for all they give and do wow like wow when i read this i was like yeah god is clearly trying to tell me something like isn't it ain't god good like he's so good like he will reveal stuff to you that you never even thought that you suffer with and that's what he did. And I was like, wow, maybe maybe this is me. So I was like, I need to learn how to like not feel like I need to do the most to feel valued. And just remember how I'm already loved. Like I am already loved by Jesus. He died for me. He literally went on the cross and shed blood for my life for my life before i was born in my mother's womb he knew who i was i'm fearfully and wonderfully made his works are wonderful and i know that full well and it's like that's something that to this day it can be hard for me to remember like the the love of jesus is not only like i feel like sharing his love is super easy for me like i want every like everyone around me to feel good you know i want everyone around me to be happy and to be in a good mood but so that aspect of jesus i feel like is not hard for me like sharing the love with others pouring onto others i feel like that's not hard but i feel like the hardest part for me especially after being saved is receiving his love it's receiving his love and truly believing and thinking that i deserve his love like i'm worthy of this love just because i'm alive and just because he tells me so so that's like still hard but we're getting through it i feel like i'm i'm getting better i'm getting better and yeah like honestly this is something amongst a lot of things but one of the few things that I've discovered about myself in this self-work or self-journey or self-reflection about me and the things that God has revealed to me that I need to give to him and work on truly. And even after that, I watched sermons and all of that and I actually found out. I'm just self-diagnosing myself. I honestly take myself as my own therapist, to be honest. But... I found out that I might, okay, I'm going to say might, but I really do think, you know, it might be true, but I might suffer from imposter syndrome. 
and honestly i feel like i'm gonna dive deeper in that topic and like why i might suffer with imposter syndrome why i think i'm gonna say i think suffer with imposter syndrome in another episode you know i i'm not avoiding it i just think that let's end it in a good note and just end it end this episode in like for anyone that might be listening to always remember that you are loved like you are truly loved by jesus and it's not because of anything you've done or what you wear or your hair or how you look like or how much money you have no it's literally because you're you like honestly and truly you're enough because you were created in his image and god loves you just for that reason and so it can be hard sometimes but try receiving that love and reminding yourself of how worthy you are because you're worthy of it like you are fearfully and wonderfully made girl or boy whoever's listening but yeah god loves you jesus loves you he died for you you he said that you were worth his death that you were worth sacrificing his life in order for you to be able to be saved and have salvation and have relationship with the father and so always remember that okay always always remember that i'm not just talking to you guys i'm talking to me too i always i always have to just try to remember those things to myself so yeah i think i'm gonna end it here i think this is a really good episode i hope you guys liked it and don't worry we're gonna keep diving deeper and deeper in other episodes i have so many episodes i want to film like honestly i love doing these so we're gonna dive deeper we're gonna continue to dive deeper and i hope you guys enjoyed and y'all stay safe stay blessed stay prayed up and remember that you are loved until next time